Here's a festive holiday drink that might also get you thinking. It's time for Cool Weird Awesome, where we're glad you're spending a part of the Juneteenth holiday with us. I'm Brady. It's Monday, June 19th. Today is the newest national holiday in the United States. It was today in 1865 that Union troops came to Galveston, Texas, and announced that with the ending of the Civil War, the institution of slavery was over, too. Suffice to say, it hasn't always been smooth sailing since then, but Juneteenth has remained a day in which we can celebrate the ending of enslavement and the new beginning it represents. Like so many holidays, there are lots of traditions that come with Juneteenth, like the foods and drinks that end up on the table at Juneteenth parties. A lot of these refreshments include the color red, and that's on purpose. That represents the blood that was shed by black people in America, even in the several years' time between when slavery officially ended and when the enslaved people of Galveston found out about it. The red foods can include barbecue, sausages, fruit, even red velvet cake. There's also a bean salad named for Marcus Garvey, who led a mass movement for black civil rights decades before Martin Luther King Jr. And there's red drink, though it's important to note that there are lots of different versions of red drink. Some people keep it very straightforward. They serve red Kool-Aid, red soda, or lemonade mixed with strawberry or cherry juice. At other tables, the red drink can be brewed like a tea or mixed like a punch. These recipes began in West Africa, often with hibiscus flowers and cola nuts. When black people were enslaved and brought to the Caribbean and then to North America, they adapted the classic drink recipes using native plants and spices. In the U.S., red drink makers might use berries or cherries instead of hibiscus. There are many varieties, but as food historians note, all of these recipes for red drink speak to the perseverance of black people. They use their determination and creativity to keep growing and celebrating their culture, even when the world around them was hostile to that culture. So if you head to a Juneteenth celebration today, take note of all that red, because a lot of thought went into it. I'm not the authority on the foods and drinks of Juneteenth, so I encourage you to check out our website, CoolWeirdAwesome.com, where you can learn more from the people who know more. And if you're still hungry, let's have some chocolate. That's right after this short break. Cool Weird Awesome is listener-powered thanks to our backers on Patreon. For just a dollar a month, you'll get loads of extras, including more episodes of the show, previews of upcoming episodes, and the chance to add their own messages to the show. Backing us would be cool. Backing us would be awesome. Backing us will never be weird. Visit patreon.com slash Brady Carlson. And thanks. Welcome back. It was back in 2022 that confectionery Marvel Amari Gachon wanted to celebrate becoming a U.S. citizen, so he made a chocolate Statue of Liberty that was seven feet tall and weighed 115 pounds. I'm Brady. That's my kind of celebration. Thanks for listening, and come back again tomorrow for more Cool Weird Awesome. Another helpful Brady Carlson project.